Jeff. And we're back. Go yeah. ahead, CJ. They're just off. We're already losing one nothing in the third to Charlie Morton, who's throwing a freaking perfect game through almost three innings. <sighs> Last time we were on this podcast, I'm pretty sure what I said to you was the Yankees are and should be a comfortable favorite to win the American League. I'm pretty sure I said they had better betting odds in the field. And they're terrible. They're just terrible. I, I don't even get it. Like This is supposed to be one of the best teams in baseball. This is a team that for the past few years has been a legitimate contender, and they look like they've never played baseball before. They're swinging at pitches on the outside of the other batters, batter's box, let alone the strike zone. They're, you could throw a slider that starts out of the zone as a right-handed, right-handed pitcher, and it could start out of the zone on the left side of the strike zone, and it's still they'll still swing. They have no concept of what a strike is. It's embarrassing. Aaron Boone is a joke. Gio Rochelle is our only good hitter. He just hit a double down the right field line. How about that? Yankees, they're back. How about that? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they got young talent top to bottom. Manager's great. The team is fully back, everybody. If I were, I mean, if I were Aaron Boone, I would resign the position because I'm so terrible at my job. But if I were in Aaron Boone's position, I would put Gio Urshela as our three-hitter. I would send Stanton and Judge to the minor leagues to figure out how to hit a strike. <laughs> Both of them to the minor leagues. It, it's terrible. They have no concept of what the strike zone is. How can you be a professional player? And in the case of at least Stanton, all you are is a professional hitter. You're not even a baseball player. All you are paid to do is hit the ball, and you can't do it more than half the times you bat. It's embarrassing. How, how are you doing? <laughs> I mean, the Red Sox are in first place. Oh, I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's – and, like, that's not even on my radar. Generally, if yeah, the right? were playing as well as they are, I'd be like, oh, screw them. But right now, I'm not even – I don't even care. The Red Sox can win the World Series this year, and I'm just going to be like, whatever, the Yankees suck. Um, I'm looking at the Yankees' stats right now. I'm not going to lie to you, CJ. It's not good. It's their worst start maybe ever. It's their worst start record-wise since 1997, which doesn't sound that bad. It's their worst batting average start since, like, the 1960s. It's their worst strikeout start ever. They have no ability to hit the ball right now. People are blaming their pitching. And their pitching – I don't even blame their pitching, not because they've been pitching well, because, frankly, they haven't been – I blame Aaron Boone because he doesn't know how to manage a pitching staff. You have Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber, a two-time Cy Young winner, our biggest free agent signing this offseason outside of LeMahieu. And he freaking pulls him after two and uh, two and two-thirds innings for freaking Nick Nelson. Nick Nelson? Nick Nelson! How do you pull Corey Kluber for Nick Nelson when he did 40 pitches or something? Like, it just makes no sense. Anybody with any feel for the game of baseball would understand that that's just not something that you would do. I just, I just don't get it. He's so bad at his job, and they don't care. And also, I'm just going to say this. I know this is blasphemy for most Yankees fans to hear. Brian Cashman, significantly overrated. <laughs> oh, I mean, everyone's getting flamed out at this point. I think he came in in 98. 
So he won three World Series in a row, but not with his team. And then he wins one World Series since then in 09 with the incredible signings of A-Rod and Tashera and A.J. Burnett and Nick Swish and, like, guys that were kind of obvious to go out and get. Like, whoop-dee-doo. You can win with a billion-dollar payroll. Of course you can. You can't. Uh, he did a good job of rebuilding the team a few years ago by getting Torres, who's been terrible this year, but also hasn't taken the steps over the past few years that we've been expecting him to take. You got Clint Frazier for Andrew Miller. Whoop de doo He sucks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, congratulations. You got Torres for Chapman, and now we have a freaking closer that never gets into a game because the team never has a lead, and we have a shortstop that can't feel a ground ball hit right to him. All right, I have the Red Sox-Yankees hitting splits. You want to hear them? No. <laughs> well, you're going to hear them anyway. Uh, the Yankees are batting 210 as a team. Huh. That's so uh, bad. Tyler Wade has their highest average, but he's only played six games and had three at-bats. What's uh, – I mean, LeMahieu hasn't been horrible. 286. But he also hit 364 last year, so that's and, a good point. And 286 early season isn't great. Huh. Red Sox are batting 288 as a team. <laughs> With two people batting over 380. That's embarrassing. <laughs> not, I will, I, not even taking into account that the Red Sox were supposed to not be great because they have been really good so far this year. So yeah. I'm not, not going to take credit away from them. But, like, the Yankees were supposed to be a team built oh, – Frickin' LeMay, who's striking out on a ball in the dirt with a runner on third. What the hell? Hit the frickin' ball. Oh, God, this team is so frustrating. The uh, Yankees do have two less strikeouts than the Red Sox as wow. a team. That, that's in, for you guys. In 80 less uh, plate appearances. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Red Sox have 62 more hits. <laughs> That, uh, 62 more hits and 80 more at-bats? Yeah. I mean... There's one thing we knew about the Red Sox is that they'd be able to score runs, but they're also, the pitching's not been terrible either. Ooh, I can pull up pitching stats. Let's do it. Oh, God. Those aren't <laughs> either. Um, Garrett Cole has been decent, though, right? Three quality starts. Yeah, his last one, he just got screwed over by his defense, which, what a shocker. They can't do that right either. Poor Garrett Cole, man. He uh, has three quality starts more than the entire Red Sox team. The Red Sox team only has one. That's incredible. Well, interesting. This says they have one quality start here, but then when I go to the total at the bottom, it says zero. Huh? Valdi hmm. <laughs> <laughs> has one quality start, but as a team, they have zero. So somebody must have had such a bad start that they lost a quality start. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, here we go. Team ERA. Innings pitched. The Red Sox have 13 more innings pitched. Interesting. Oh, we have a couple. Um, ERA. ERA. Oh, my gosh. Where is this? Oh, the Yankees have less earned runs than the Red Sox do. That's because they're, they're not earned because our defense sucks. Oh, you guys have a better ERA than we do. It sounds like your pitching isn't the problem. No, it hasn't been. People keep blaming it because they, they must not watch the games. Yeah. And like if it Which is funny because I thought the Yankees pitching would be the problem this year, but 
Yeah, I think, I think everybody did. I think that's what's happening is people already assume before the season that if the Yankees are bad, it was going to be because of their pitching. So they're yeah. saying, well, the Yankees are bad, so I must be right. It's because of their pitching. And it's like, no, <laughs> you're wrong. You're stupid. The Yankees don't know how to hit, and they haven't known how to hit for the past four years. They just hit a lot of home runs because that's all they try to do. And they're not even great at doing that. The Red Sox have more home runs. And you know what's going to drive me nuts? What's this that? Yankees team has the talent. They're going to go on a 10-game win streak at some point this year and hit 50,000 home runs over the course of that 10 games, and people are going to act like they're the greatest thing ever. But in actuality, this is the same crap we've seen for the past five years, and you're not going to be able to win meaningful baseball games doing that because you know what? When you go into the playoffs and you're facing Walker Buehler, Clayton Kershaw, and Trevor Bauer, you're not going to be able to hit a ton of home runs. Yeah. That's, it's, I mean, they're... Oh, I freaking so baseball is terrible right now. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things ever. It's my favorite thing ever, and it's so bad right now. To I watch. couldn't. I couldn't be enjoying it more. It's so great right now. Red Sox are just dominant. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and don't even get me started on Manfred. Oh, Rob Manfred, he's doing a good job this year, right, CJ? He hasn't done a good job since the day he was born at anything. I don't know how that man doomed. got to the He season. was doomed to start. That's unfortunate. <laughs> His parents should be ashamed of themselves. It's um, he's so dumb. Every idea that he comes up with is dumb. And every good idea that comes out of the Major League Baseball offices right now, I assume, are not is not his because he's too much of an idiot to come up with anything smart. Uh, how There's got to be something positive. Something positive's got to come out of this. That Give me something you're happy about. No, just in like baseball in general. What are you happy about so far in the season? The Padres are so fun to watch. <laughs> Padres Dodgers. That was a World Series matchup first two weeks of the season. I know. And the weirdest thing is, is I'm pretty sure the Padres don't even have a very good record. Yeah, they're ten and eight. But you know what? They play baseball the right way. And I'm not doing a thing where I want – I'm not just longing for 1960s baseball to pop <laughs> plenty of home runs. They just also know, hey, if we get on base, maybe we can try to get in the runner's head a little bit. Maybe if we get on base, we can actually score a freaking run this inning and, you know, steal a couple bases and actually make something happen. And not you can win that way, and it's an entertaining product. The Yankees – could drive in a thousand runs, but they would all come as the home run. And to me, that's just so boring. It can be fun for the 20 seconds, but at the end of the day, all it is is somebody hitting a ball 400 feet and then a 40 year old man trotting around the bases. Like, how fun is that really to watch? What's fun to me, what's fun to me is earlier this season, Sanchez hit a ball to the gap, and Talkman scored from first, and the ball didn't even get to the wall, and he hit the close play of the plate. Like, that is a fun way to watch baseball. Ooh, I don't know why, but they're showing highlights of Louis Tiant. <laughs> now, that's fun baseball. I mean, that's the thing. Like, the Red Sox, like, they, they're hitting some home runs, but a majority of it, they're just hitting the ball well. And they're, like, it's a fun team to watch right now. Yeah, and, and they seem to be enjoying it, too. To all you sabermetrics idiots out there that think you understand baseball better than you know you actually do, I would just like to point out 
that over the last four years, the teams that have won the World Series have all been very high up, at, at least top five, if not leading the lead in batting average. A stat that people say doesn't matter anymore, but you know what? It matters if winning the World Series is your goal, apparently. <sighs> so stupid. Amen, CJ. Amen. Like, I, I get it. It's great that you can calculate a war and that means something to you, but you know what, you know what matters to me? Winning ball games. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. And also, uh, I'm sorry, Brandon, for the first twelve minutes. Wait, it's been that. it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. We've yet to talk about baseball, so please continue. If everybody's using the same advanced metrics, it's not an advantage anymore. Because no, at this point, can no. win every game, and only one team can win the World Series. So if you are both using the same numbers to fight each other, then that's not an advantage. You have to do something different. Ah, it's just, it's so stupid. We pay these people millions of dollars to act like they're smart, and they're just stupid. <laughs> act like smart, and they're just stupid. Um. <laughs> Like I said, ooh, Ford's rocking a mustache. Who is? Mike Ford. Oh, wow. I like it. All I right, want so him let's batting, go over. Him batting second. Move Judge down to seventh. <laughs> so the minor leagues, you mean? Yeah, minor leagues, too. I, honestly, if they sent him down, I would not. Right now, if his contract were up at the end of this year, right now I would say you can't offer him more than $15 million a year. And I would be nervous going that high. He's the been that bad. Huh? Factor if you're a good pitcher. That's not good for him and Stanton. That's not good at all. Yeah. I mean, the only reliable person you got right now, looking at the stats, I haven't watched the games, is Lemayhew. And Urshel. Urshel has been good. Let's check the stats. Oh, we got somebody's on third. Who's on third? Oh, that was oh. The Braves have somebody on third? Uh, they might hear. I'm, I'm probably a little delayed. Yeah, I'm just looking at the top of the ESPN ticker. I apologize. No. Um, Gio Urshela is batting 250. Still not great. Not great, but at least... See, the thing there... And I've been saying the same thing about Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery has been a great fourth starter for the Yankees. The only issue with that is, by being our best fourth starter, he's been our second best pitcher. Oh. <laughs> so, like, he's doing what I want him to do, but people are disappointed because he's been our second best pitcher. But realistically, right. he could be our fourth best pitcher. Also, right. can Severino get healthy? What the hell's going on with that guy? Didn't he like tear? Do you get Tommy John or like tear his ACL or something yeah, weird? He had Tommy John like a year and a half ago. I don't what know. If what I told you Aaron Judge is having a better year than Gio Urshela, that's wrong. <laughs> that's where <laughs> I tell the stat nerds to go to hell. He's batting 0.05 better or 0.005 better. He has two more strikeouts, but he also has three more home runs, two more RBIs, same amount of hits. One more run. The only reason he has more RBIs is because when Gio comes up to bat, he gets on base, and then he <laughs> comes up to batters later and drives him in because he's the only one getting on base. On base percentage. Um, Aaron Judge has a higher on base percentage than Gio Urshela. 
I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just better than Judge. <laughs> um, all right, how about this? We'll take Aaron Judge off your hands. You guys can have Kike Hernandez. Deal. Okay, sweet. We're in. Give me, uh, give me Jeter Downs. Oh, no, no, you can't have him. That Mookie Betts trade has to look good at some point, right? <laughs> Speaking of Mookie Betts, let's uh let's get to the rest of – we can go back to the Yankees whenever you want, I promise. But let's get to the rest of um, baseball. First couple weeks in, and it's loading, so I'm filibustering. Surprise in the yeah. AL East. The Red Sox are in first. Definitely surprising. Yeah. I mean, it, it is – Early, I know that it's weird to say that right after I just ripped the Yankees after going five and ten to start the season, <laughs> but you know the Red Sox are a pleasant surprise to their fans, and I mean they have the best run differential, the second best run differential mm-hmm. in baseball. So it's not like they're just happening to fall on the right side of close games. No. There, the offense they're- is legit. Um, yeah, they start off zero and three. We were making jokes. And then they won nine in a row. I was like, okay, maybe the Red Sox are a little bit more for real than I thought they were. But it's early. But, hey, I will take first place because that is not last place. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the upper is in town early. Um, and then we have in the central, the Royals are in first. But if you look at run differential, they're the third, fourth worst in their division. But, hey, they're in first. Yeah. I mean, and they're a team that – I think I said on the podcast, they, they could surprise some people. I don't think they're yeah. going to make the playoffs, but they have a good young core of guys, and if they fill in a few holes over the next couple of years, I think they could be a legit contender. No, you definitely you definitely called that. Um, unfortunately, I mean, but also I, fortunately. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, again, it's you know, 15 games in, so they could still end up 20 games under 500 for all we know, but <laughs> – <laughs> We're just taking it on a week by week basis here. Um, Andrew right. Benintendi batting two hundred four. That makes me feel a little better, right? Yeah. Or are you rooting Sorry, for him? Now that you liked him, I, I liked him. I don't, you know, I don't want him to succeed too much. Right. <laughs> rather have him not do about average, you know, so I don't have right. to like hear about how great he's doing all the time. Exactly. Um, and then in the West, Houston started off like four and one or something, but now they're seven and eight. Yeah, I think they got swept by like the Tigers. Wow, the Tigers are terrible too. They have the worst run differential in the AL. And entire baseball, they have the worst run differential. Nice. But how about the Mariners in first place with a run differential of minus three? Uh, <laughs> Houston is still at plus six in the run differential, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But I, I would argue that division's wide open. Yeah, I mean, Oakland is the team that I think most people had as the favorite, and they're sitting at nine and seven. Although they won eight in a row, holy crap! But that yeah, they still have eleven <laughs> minus eleven run differential. What the heck is going on with Oakland? I mean, to be honest, that doesn't surprise me. That's something Oakland would do. Yeah, yeah, they are a team that it doesn't matter what their record is, their run differential is somewhere around zero. <laughs> It's like, oh, they're 20 games over 500, but their run differential is zero. Or they're 20 games under and their run differential is zero. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. They're, they're going to lose every game by just as much as they win the others. <laughs> um, and then we have the New York Metropolitans are in first place, but only 11 games. Um, but Jacob DeGrom, how good is that guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, not a Hall of Famer, though. 
And no, I mean, he did come on late to the scene. Yeah, but we, just, we had that conversation the other day in our group chat with Bob, who is, I'm sure he's been on here to talk about the Mets, right? Yeah, he came on when we did, I think when Lindor got traded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, DeGrom is one of the best pitchers of this era, but I don't know that he is a Hall of Famer, which is really weird to say. He just is too little too late, maybe. Yeah, which is a bummer because that's obviously out of his control. But, you know, if he gets hurt for another, like, good portion of a season, I think he had one season where he only pitched, like, five games. If that were to happen again, I think that would blow his chances of making it, which sucks. But, you know. If whole, he, but if he just continues this for the next five years, I'd say he's in it no problem because the guy is unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, I, I think I sent the stat the other day that if he were to – he's 33 now. If he were to double his innings pitch to this point in his career, he would only have more than Babe Ruth, Hank O'Day, Sandy Koufax, and somebody else. So, so like, it's – you would basically have to argue that he is as good as Sandy Koufax for him to be in the Hall of Fame, which is a tough argument to make. Right. I'm just, oh my gosh, looking at his stats. Uh, he's three games started, three quality starts, one win, one loss, 20 <laughs> innings pitched, 11 hits, one earned run. One earned run, but only in two home runs. That is very interesting. How does that work? Um, I guess a second out, that could work. Actually. Right there after the second out. Um, three walks, 35 strikeouts. Um, his Ks per nine is 15.7. His walk and hits per inning pitch is 0.7, and the ERA is 0.45. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Marcus Stroman, though. I mean, that guy's got a 0.90 ERA. Yeah, his last game, he was dominant. I think he went eight innings and gave up only a couple hits. Only 11 strikeouts, though. But, hey, I mean, DeGrom's got 35. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, DeGrom is great. I'm not saying he's not a Hall of Famer. It's me not taking anything away from him. It's not that I don't yeah, he's got just, on merit. It's that I don't think he's done it enough. Yeah. There's not much to talk about with Jacob DeGrom at this point because of how good he is. That It's to the point where it's like the only thing you can talk about is, is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah. <laughs> he's so dominant and everything else. Yeah. I mean – Coming up at 26, so hurts anybody's Hall of Fame case. Yeah. Um, that division, I actually haven't paid much attention to the NL East that much. Phillies are 8-8, eight eight, Marlins are 7-8, Braves are 7-9, and, and Washington's 5-9. But I know Washington's had some COVID issues. How about the Miami Marlins? Is the only team with a positive run differential. I mean, they're by far the best team. Clearly. <laughs> it's funny. Look at the Braves. They've scored almost 20 more runs and given up almost 20 more runs than the Marlins. Yeah, they're one loss, one game behind them in the loss column. And then we have in the NL Central. How about the Cincinnati Reds? That team can mash, huh? Yeah, they're a good little ball club. I don't know what to think of. Like, I don't know that they can do it into the playoffs, but they're they're a team that any that can beat anybody. Yeah, they can hit with the best of them, and they got some good pitching. Uh, the Cubs are in last. Love to see it because, as everybody knows, the Cubs are overrated. Overrated, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, geez, all these teams are like at 500, both in – this is insane. In the AL West, the NL East, and the NL Central, like everybody's right around 500. I'm going to say yeah. that the races are too close to call that we can't <laughs> decide who the winner of the division is going to be yet. 
So you, you don't have any division winner as a lock at this point. Except for maybe in the NL West, where when the Red Sox were 9-3 and three and I was all hyped up and happy, I decided to take a peek over at the Los Angeles Dodgers and saw that the Dodgers were 10-2. and two. Yeah, they're pretty good. If, if you're rooting for the next 10 years of the Betts contract to be them losing a lot of games, it's going to be a rough decade for you. Um, he got he got hit by a pitch, so suck it, Mookie Betts. I think he's out tonight. Wow, you're rooting for him to get hurt now. I'm just so upset. How'd you feel when he uh, made that game-saving catch the other day? I mean, yeah, our outfield's good defensively, too, so I got nothing to complain about. Not that good. Uh, he's batting 292. Not great, honestly. Um, Not two home runs. That. Probably should have more. Um, what's OPS? Is that on-base plus slugging? Uh yeah, on base plus slugging. It's like third highest on the team, but that's not the point. Um, the number is it over one? No, it's nine point point one, or oh my gosh, point nine one four. Yeah, that's pretty good, but you know, not great. Justin Turner one point one seven five. Yeah, that dude is nasty. He might be the yeah. best player over the past five years. He's so good. He leads their team in average home runs, RBIs, on base percentage, and hits. The thing that I love about him, he's just consistent. He kind of reminds me of J.D. Martinez. Like, he's yeah. always out there. He's always getting hits. He's always hitting home runs. Like, he just – he does the one thing that I was ranting about the Yankees not being able to do. He cuts down on his swing, and he puts the ball in play. Right. Um, I do have him on my fancy baseball team. Good hitter. But also in the process, I lost Mookie Beth. But we don't have to get into that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the Dodgers The Dodgers are unbelievable. Did I see that? Who's in second? Because it's not the Padres. No, the Giants. Really? Tim Lincecum's pitching good this year, huh? <laughs> yeah, him and Mad Bum. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Bum's where now? Uh, I think the Diamondbacks. Oh, that's right, yeah. How are the Diamondbacks doing? Not good. No. Um, the Cardinals... Uh, going back to the Central quick, the Cardinals should be the favorite in that division, right? Them and the Brewers? Yeah, I would think so. I would go with the Cardinals. The Reds wouldn't be a horrible pick. I'm sure money-wise, they're probably one of the better betting teams in baseball for winning the division. Right. Uh, now looking at the San Francisco Giants, because I haven't even paid attention to them once this year. I'm going to see if I know anybody <laughs> on this team. Is Brandon Crawford still um, there? Pablo yeah. Sandoval's on that team, isn't he? Pablo <laughs> Brandon no, Crawford. Yeah, he, uh, uh, oh, he's we're... on the Braves. <laughs> oh my gosh, Evan Longoria! Holy crap! Yeah, I forgot about that. Mikey <clears throat> Scrumpy, that's right. Yep, he has. Um, I, I just told you my voice. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You're right? Yep. Oh, wow, that was good. That, that's a fine. Uh, Brandon Belt still on that team. That was somebody I was going to say. Buster Posey, obviously. Yep. So, um, the 2014 Giants. <laughs> yeah, with Mikey Scrubshee, who's pretty good. And they got Evan Longoria, but also he'd be he'd be prime 2014 Giants. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's good about this team? Is it their pitching? Uh, I, I think they're one of the teams that just, for whatever reason, is winning some games early. I don't think they're a very good team. Johnny Cueto. <laughs> Wait, who's this Kevin Guzman guy? Gosman. He was uh, or for a while. Is he good? He's got four game start and three quality starts. It's not horrible, but I don't. 
I don't think he's great. I mean, he was on the Orioles for the past few years, so. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> How good can he be? Um, so, yeah, that's basically baseball at this point. Very exciting start to the season for the Red Sox. Like I was saying, I, think, I forgot what I was saying this the other day. No matter what happens this season, we had that moment where we won nine games in a row. Right. And that's all you can ask for. Yeah, he can't take that away from you. No, and even if we suck the rest of the year, or maybe we're good. We can look back and be like, that nine-game winning streak was a sign of things to come. But if we're bad the rest of the year, hey, we had that nine-game win streak, and we were the best team. No, we weren't even because the Dodgers were still better than us. No, you can say it. For that nine-game stretch, you were the best team in baseball. I mean, yes. you fan declaring that about the Red Sox. Yes. Um, official. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's baseball. CJ, do you have anything else? Yeah, Torres what do you expect? Out of the way of a curveball in the zone. What do you do? He got out of, out of the way of a curveball like, in the zone? In the box because there was a curveball dropping right down the middle of the plate. So <laughs> literally scared of pitchers in the strike zone. They, they prefer them 10 feet to the outside. <laughs> Such a joke. Oh, that's great. No, that's all I got on baseball. Um, I'm just clicking on this headline here. Brooklyn Nets guard James Harden suffers setback and hamstring rehab out indefinitely. Are the Nets going to be able to feel the football, our basketball team going into the playoffs? No. Well, <laughs> that's the thing is they're going to have a team full of superstars where none of the superstars can play. Even then, it's a fun little team to watch. Yeah, like if oh. you have – Kyrie or Harden or Durant on the court, it's a good enough team to win some games. Yeah. So, like, even if one or two of them are hurt, like, it's not impossible they make the finals. Not at all. But the, them, I mean, basketball is a huge chemistry sport, as the evident of the Heat in the first season. I mean, like, you have to have chemistry, and these guys are not playing together. It's as simple as that. Yeah. These three stars are not. And then LaMarcus Aldridge retired. Awful. Um, <laughs> Terrible. He lost in the game. Lost the entire season. <laughs> um, yeah, that was crazy, huh? Just said he didn't feel right. Yeah. That's so scary. It's like the Chris Bosch thing, kind of. Yeah, didn't he have like a heart murmur or something? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he had a heart murmur. Chris Bosch had the uh, blood clots. Blood clots, right. Yeah, that's scary stuff, man. So, I mean, I always liked the Marcus Aldridge. I remember I had him like the first year I did fantasy basketball and he was killer for me back when he was on the Blazers. Yeah, so I always I always liked him because of how good he was that one specific year. Yeah, that's all you need to fall in love with the players. They help you play <laughs> one time, and next thing you know, you have Patrick Mahomes for the next twenty years. But it also raises the question: Are the Nets better now? <clears throat> oh Jesus! Oh my gosh! What the <laughs> hell is that? I don't know what's going on, man. I'm gonna drop. You just get emotional off. about the Yankees still. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was your question? Are they better without Lamarcus Aldridge yet? Yes, I think they are better without him. That was incredible. That was absolutely incredible. Jeez, I don't know what's going on. You have water near you. Can you get a glass of water? With a Gatorade on the ground, but that's probably going to hurt more than it's going to help. Um, the Yankees to win. Yeah, CJ's literally dying because the Yankees are not doing well. You hear this, Yankees? You're killing a man. You're draining the life from me. Oh, it's just <sighs> disgusting. Um, NBA season's over in like a month, I think. Yeah, only like 15 games left. 
Yeah, we're going to check out the standings here real quick. Because, you know, we're a sports podcast. That's what we do. Uh, Eastern Conference. 76ers, Nets, and Bucks are the top three. It's kind of not really close. Then the Hawks are in fourth. The Hawks are in fourth? Yeah, just until the end of the day when we pass them. We being the Nets. <laughs> the hottest team in basketball is a six-game win streak better than any team. Uh, I Maybe for the season, but definitely right now. And quite frankly, I don't think anybody wants to play us come playoff time. <laughs> Tom and I were talking about at work today how we would love the Heat or the Celtics to face the Knicks in the first round. <laughs> See, I would love that too. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it. I actually love, and I don't really want it to happen because I think Brooklyn's going to end up as a two seed, but I want Brooklyn to drop to the three and the Knicks to stay at six so we can get a little New York matchup. And maybe, just maybe, Durant, Kyrie, and Harden are all out for the entire series and we just take down the team that's supposed to win the finals because they got three superstars. You know what, CJ? I'm hoping for that, too. (laughs) I'm hoping the Knicks go as far as they can, so that way the Heat can just smash them when they face them. See, and I was saying this at work the other day. We're already playing with house money. Like, I don't care (laughs) at this point. As long as the Knicks make the playoffs, I'm happy with the result. No, like, like, real talk, obviously, yeah. I mean, why the heck not, dude? Like, if we play the Hawks, I'll be disappointed if we lose. But pretty much any other team outside of, like, Charlotte or Indiana, I'm going to be, like, fine. If we reach the Celtics or Heat, whatever, obviously Milwaukee, Brooklyn, the Sixers. But, like, if if we play Atlanta, that's a series that I think we can win. Absolutely. Um, and then in the Western Conference, the Jazz frauds. I mean, everybody knows that. Yep. <sighs> frauds with a good record, too. Holy moly. Um, <laughs> the Phoenix Suns, surprise of the season. I mean, you might not say that if you were smart and saw them go 8-0 in the bubble last year, but <laughs> I don't think anyone actually – I mean, people probably thought they'd be a playoff team, but not this good. No. Holy moly, are the Suns good. Another two-seat ahead of, like, the Clippers and the Lakers, even though the Lakers have been hurt and – Lakers are fun for everybody, but – Yeah, I, when I look at the Western Conference, basically the thought that goes through my mind is which team do I think – the Knicks will be, and I think it's all of them, <laughs> quite frankly. Let me just check the list. Yeah, they can beat all of them. Like, you're going to come at us with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Ooh, so scary. You know who the Knicks have? <laughs> they have Derrick Rose and Nerlens Noel. Ah, Rudy Gobert. You ever heard of Julius Randle? Right. Your last name can't be spelled like Goober if you want to be a good NBA player. Wow, write that down. That's, that was a good one. Um, and then you have my boys over in Denver. Jamal Murray out for the year, which actually sucks. Yeah, that might be a death blow to them. I don't know if they can. They started off so bad this season, but they're a 37 and 20, so they're killing it. Jokic, the guy is a walking loaf of bread that can beat anybody in basketball. He's so good, dude. I love watching him play. Yeah, he's he's crazy to watch. And he's like... such a goofy guy, too. Yeah, he's just so likable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, they obviously have my heart from last year when I picked them to make that far, and they did almost. Um, but my surprise team of the year was the Mavericks, who are underachieving, I'd say. Um, but with Luka, you can pretty much end any game. Yeah, that's the thing. And If they have to go to the expanded playoffs, I'm confident they can win one of their games. So, Yeah. But fun. then, don't look now, and I may have called it, 
the Golden State Warriors, and by the Golden State Warriors, I mean the Golden State Steph Currys. Um, <laughs> unbelievable, man. That guy is on an absolute tear right now. Yeah, he knows how to score. He's made 79 threes in the last 11 games or something. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, he's – as much as people might say James Harden, for whatever reason, is the most efficient NBA player that we've seen, Steph Curry is the best scorer. I've, like, he can put up 30 points on 10 shots. Yes, easily. <laughs> no one else can do that. It's insane um, what he does. It's kind of funny. I'm looking at the, the Warriors leaders and points and all that. Steph Curry, obviously the leader in points, but rebounds, assists, and steals. All Draymond Green. Guy's still getting it done. Nice. Yeah, I mean, the reason, though, that the Warriors are winning is because Steph finally realized, oh, I'm the only like good team. Oh. <laughs> so I got to score 40 points a night. But he's also good enough to score 40 points a night and still be getting other people involved. Like yeah. It's crazy to see that. Because most guys that put up numbers like that, we look at him and see like, oh, he's just a stack guy, you know. Like Damian Lillard's great; he can put up forty points on any given night, but it doesn't translate into wins. But right, Steph putting up all these points is helping them win. Yeah. Um, Spurs, uh oh, Spurs are on the ten seed, looking to not make the playoffs. They were a surprise team at the beginning of the year, but I guess yeah. that makes sense. They're not that good. Everyone wants um, Pelicans, though, right? Everyone what? Yeah, I mean, Pelicans, Pelicans need to make it, but I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. Give me Zion. Oh, park. my gosh, CJ. I completely forgot. Yeah. This is totally on me. I apologize. We didn't do our hockey power rankings. Oh, no. I think it was your turn this week, so. Yeah, but I, the problem is I already know who number one is. Um, so the Lightning? No, but you're going to do the top five. Ready, CJ? In the yeah. five spot, who are you guessing? Uh, the Panthers. Okay, in the four spot, who are you guessing? The Bruins. Uh, <laughs> okay, in the three spot, who are you guessing? The um, – not the Sabres. Okay. Uh, the Hurricanes. <laughs> okay, in the two spot, who are you guessing? The Leaves. And then in the number one spot, who are you guessing? The Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, you got all five of them wrong. Nice. That's, um, that might be in the five, in the five spot, you have the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, I had the Panthers. The Panthers are an eight. They oh. dropped down from two. Holy crap! Rough week for the Panthers. They have the second. They're tied for the third most points in the NHL. Yeah, I don't get it, dude. Anyway, Lightning number five. Number four was the Maple Leafs. Okay. Uh, three was the Golden Knights. Uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, Here's yeah. the Capitals. Okay. And then number one is my favorite team, the Colorado Avalanche. Ah, I, I was going to say the Avs. I forgot. Um, I found out the other day that the Avalanche and the Red Wings are like the biggest rivals ever. Really? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. so I was talking to my buddy who's like big into soccer – or big into soccer. Whew, soccer <laughs> on the mind. Big into uh, – the NHL. <laughs> big into hockey, and he was like um, – yeah, he's like – Wait, you like the – because I showed him my Bitmoji. I don't know if you've seen my Bitmoji recently, CJ. I don't think I have. Fully decked out in Avalanche gear. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but he was like, yeah, the Red Wings and the Avalanche are massive rivals. I was like, what? So, um, but yeah, no, no, like, not even kidding. I actually do like the Avalanche only because of Nathan McKinnon. Guy's unbelievable. All right. Well, that 
as long as you have a reason. Yeah, I don't know why I like them so much. I just do. And now they're in first place. I think in the they've been number one for the past couple of weeks now. And but in all talk, CJ, um, the Red Wings moving up to number twenty eight this week in the rankings. Whoa! Don't look now. Uh, last week they were also twenty eight, but <laughs> you know, but moving up from the start of the season. Yes, moving. It's true. They were thirty. Uh, guess who thirty one is? Quick. The Sabres. Yes. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> um. What is, what is going on with them? Weren't they supposed to be good? No, uh, they had good talent, but I don't think they were a good team. Um, and then you have the Rangers at 15. Any comments from as a Rangers fan? Um, no, right, right where you want to be. No one's worried about you coming on and being the best team in hockey, but yep. you're, you're in the mix, and that's, that's right where you want to be. That's all you can ask for. Um, <laughs> CJ, I want you to spend the next – well, yeah, we're going to finish up here. Spend the next 30 seconds or more on soccer and what's going on in the soccer world. Yeah, so all the teams that are worth watching decided, hey, we're the only teams worth watching. Why are we paying for all these other crap teams to to be relevant and beat us when we could just go off and do our own thing? And then they tried to do that, and a bunch of European soccer fans were all like, hey, you can't do that because – we like things how we had them before. And they're all like, what? I can't believe this is the reaction we got. So they're caving on it because they're a bunch of cowards, even though, quite frankly, I think uh, more people would actually enjoy the games if they weren't just winning, you know, two to nothing against a crap team no one's ever heard of. Because you know what? I guarantee you there are more people watching Manchester City against Manchester United than there are Manchester United against the Leeds or someone obscure like that. Nice job. Wow, that was impressive. Yeah, that was a random team. I have no idea why I know who they are. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I get why soccer fans don't like it, but I get why they wanted to do it. All right. And if you want to hear the full take, Dom and I did a 45-minute segment on it yesterday. I don't really feel like rehashing it again. I just wanted to get CJ's voice on it. The big, big soccer guy, CJ. Yep, you know me. Uh, all about uh, watching one nothing for 90 minutes plus whatever random time the refs decide to give them. I don't want to spoil it, but at the end of yesterday's soccer podcast, CJ had a great quote that I left in there, and I highly <laughs> recommend everyone just go listen to it because it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, everybody – see, I don't like to – the reason that people I, – I know that there's a lot of conjecture out there that – you know, Elijah and CJ or Elijah and Dom secretly hate me. And, you know, as much as that may be true, the real reason that I don't want to go on that podcast too often is because I feel like my opinions on of soccer are very well stated. And, you know, everybody knows what they already are. And how can soccer, uh, how can soccer be canceled when it was never popular to begin with? popular to begin with. CJ, do you have any closing statements? Uh, you know, the Yankees just... Oof. And the Red Sox are not oof, so that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Let's see. We got a Adrian's... Oh, all right. We got a strikeout. Oh, that. I'm actually you know, slinging it pretty well tonight. Only one nice. four hits, but unfortunately, if you give up a run, you're done. You run and done. That's how it is. Yankees are going to lose one nothing now. Yep. We are consistently the Mets with Jacob DeGrom on the mound. 
<laughs> every single game. Um, is there any other sports notes we want to hit? Um, I don't think I have much. Yeah, just anything happened in football. The draft is in a couple weeks, but we'll cover that next week. Yeah, we'll cover that. Hopefully, we'll get back to a regular schedule as things yeah. continue on. Sorry about the spottiness the past couple weeks, but I promise. We still have to get to CJ talking about his trip to Disney World. We will get to it. We will cover stuff like Falcon and Winter Soldier. We have so much to talk about coming up in the future. And on top of it all, Red Sox are in first place. Shut up. <laughs>